My name is Alec Toombs. I hey, am Alec. a film critic with the uh, Film Yap based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm here today with uh, Charles Murray, the writer and director of the upcoming film, The Devil You Know. I had the opportunity to check the movie out about a week ago, enjoyed it quite a bit, and I'm um, looking to having a, a short chat with you here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Alec. Uh, so saw the movie. Um, what about it appealed to you? What uh, drove you to make this movie? Um, so, uh, you know, the, I, I, I have four brothers or had four brothers and a sister. And, you know, so there was five of us and the family dynamic, um, uh, has always appealed to me in storytelling and when I started thinking about a story to tell that would um, that I would be able to lean into familial storytelling, uh, I remembered this idea. I actually had this idea about 25, 30 years ago. And it was, you know, like, what would you do if you were in this situation, if you were in the situation where you... Um, had to uh, basically possibly go against family. And I had a conversation about it with my older brother and, and uh, my oldest brother, actually. And he had a take on it that I didn't have. Um, you know, his thing was uh, if someone in the family did something that could lead to trouble you it depends on which family member you rally behind if that makes any sense and sure. so that conversation just always stuck with me and then eventually I was like oh this is the this is the way to tell this story and and so I just combined what my brother had said and and the way that I saw um the story unfolding and that kind of is what spurred me into doing it. My um, my daughter's moving around the house. Sorry, that's, that's fair. I have a dog. I'm hoping he doesn't start barking. But yeah. um, uh, I, I noticed you're you're bringing the movie to the uh, Gary International Black Film Festival. It'll be premiering yeah. Saturday, March 26th at 7 p.m. at uh, Indiana University Northwest Berglund Auditorium at Savannah Hall. Um, I know you're also from Gary. Yes. Uh, what, what, what's it feel like to bring uh, your, your baby home? Do you still have family in the area? Are you nervous about showing the film to <laughs> friends uh, and family? Yes to that question. Uh, I have family in the area. No to am I nervous because I feel as a right, as a storyteller, I have a right to tell any story that I choose to tell. Um, and, and, you know, on average, think about it, even if you didn't have family, some people are going to like it. Some people aren't sure, you know, um, and I'm not, I don't feel like I'm beholden to, you know, I didn't go, I didn't speak out of pocket, I should say <laughs> against family to worry about that. Um, uh, having it showing Gary, this is my third indie. Um, my first one was a movie called Things Never Said, and taking that back home was absolutely um, 
you know, uh, uh, enchanting because, you know, growing up as a kid, I decided I wanted to make movies at the age of nine and to have like my neighbors who embraced that and my neighbors who made fun of that, having them all come to, you know, celebrate that film was, was pretty amazing. Um, but with this film, um, it has a different thrust because I initially wrote it to shoot it in gear. And I wanted to come back home and catch um, sort of, you know, like, like if you, if you think about Paul Thomas Anderson and how he shoots in the Valley where he was born and raised, I just felt like this was the kind of film that could sort of be my homecoming. And, and, and since I didn't get to shoot it there, having it screened there before anybody else sees it, you know, on the market is special because it's like, here's my homage to, in some ways, to my family in, in many ways to the place that I grew up and, and everything that makes me, me as a filmmaker now, I, I give to you through this film. So that's, that's the beauty of it. Recently, um, Senate Enrolled Act 361 passed in the Indiana Senate, which makes making movies in Indiana a more attractive proposition to folks in your position. Um, do, do you think you'd like to make a movie in Indiana at some point? Uh, my my uh, friend, Allison Taylor, who is a locations manager that works in the business, she is from Indiana, and she was a part of uh, the person who pushed, she was part of the team who pushed to get that passed. And one of the first things she said to me is, Hey, you know, you can come home now. And I'm <laughs> like, absolutely. You know? So yeah, I, I do plan on, you know, uh, bringing cameras and, and, and lights and actors to the, to my hometown and, and to Indiana. Um, as a matter of fact, a friend of mine, uh, was in Gary shooting some music videos and I didn't know it until he sent me a video. Uh, he was like, yo, I was in your hometown. And I was like, before me, <laughs> what's the problem? And so, yeah, I look forward to it very much. So. Cool. Well, thanks to Allison for, for getting that moving. We all appreciate it here in the Hoosier state. Um, I have noticed, it seems like you work with a lot of the same actors repeatedly. Um, Theo Rossi was on Sons of Anarchy, which you worked, Luke Cage, which you worked, uh, True Story, which recently came out on Netflix, um, William Catlett, who was in the movie, who I thought was excellent in the movie, Thank also you. on True Story. Um, Michael Beach, who pops up in the movie briefly, was in your previous film. Um, what is it about these actors that draws you back to them, or what is it about you that draws them to you? Um, you know, being a movie nut since I was a kid, it was all, I, one of the first filmmakers that I fell in love with was Preston Sturgis. And he is one of the, the first, well, he was the first writer-director in the business. And, uh, and his cast rotated. And if you look at Wes Anderson, or if you look at Spike, you, you develop a relationship with these people that that isn't just on set. You develop sure. this relationship with them that 
they become you become a traveling troop that becomes a family sort of thing. And I don't feel, and plus I don't feel like these people get enough shine because they're all really excellent actors and actresses. And so I feel like a lot of those people took chances on me. And so I'm going to continue that relationship um, as, as far as I can take it. Uh, the next film that I'm talking about doing um, will be with Omar and Michael Ely. So, you know, once it's, there's, <clears throat> there's that, you know, juggling part of being a filmmaker where you want to work with a lot of people you are in awe of or you discover. And then um, there's the beauty of looking back and seeing that sort of lineage, you know, that that is as important as as, as the filmmaking itself in, in many ways. Probably a redundant question since you're already trying to work with him on something else. Uh, Epps was a fixture of my youth. Juice, the program, higher learning, all movies that affected me a great deal at a pretty young age. Uh, what does he like to work with? And um, do, you, do you have any insights into the next project you would like to share? Um, well, excuse me for saying, um. <laughs> it's, it's all good. I'm doing it too. <laughs> uh, yeah. I pitched this to him in 2014 and he immediately said if you write it and we can get it set up let's do it and that was on our first meeting uh, <clears throat> having to go from 2014 to 2021 we had time to develop a, a great friendship I literally was talking to him before I got on with you. Uh, we I'm a sorry follow up back to that gentleman. I'm sorry. No, you just no. You're <laughs> come on. You're we're Hoosiers. Come on. Right, right on there. Thank you. <laughs> um and he <clears throat> is an amazing actor who is an amazing tactician. You you in the conversations it was not only about his performance, it was about the person he was in the scene with. It was, uh, uh, and he's also, he and Michael are EPs on the project as well. And so I they, that watching, yeah. they literally had my back when they were coming to set when they weren't shooting. And, and, and <clears throat> like I said, that thing about family, uh, when, Oh, when I get off the phone, it's like, yo, I love you. Talk to you soon, you know, or talk to you later today or whatever. And the film is kind of secondary to this friendship that we're growing. And so I think he's, I think everybody should work with him at least once. I think that he hasn't gotten his due in terms of being a leading man. And, and I, and I really feel good about, us doing this for him and with him. And I think that uh, uh, a lot of people are going to be surprised. So, and, and to answer your question, it was absolutely great working with him. Awesome. Uh, there's a few other actors in the movie who I'm a big fan of. Uh, Glenn Turman, I pretty much pay to watch that dude read the phone book. And yes. uh, Erica Tazel, who 
I'm a huge justified guy. Yeah. So see, seeing her in another project after that, I, I was really excited. Can yeah. you share any stories about working with them or uh, any experiences in particular? Well, you know, the, the, the really interesting thing about it was the family became a family while we were shooting and they would spend time with each other when, you know, uh, uh, when they weren't, if, if they had to leave, if their scenes wrapped earlier than someone else's scenes, they would kind of drag ass out the door because they would be stuck talking to them. Uh, but Glenn, Glenn is the physical, this is going to sound weird. Glenn is the physical manifestation of why I am sitting here right now. When I was a kid, we got the Chicago stations, uh, uh, the uh, Channel 7, Channel 9, WGN. And Channel 7 had the 330 movie. And so you would watch Dr. Zhivago, Bridge on the River Kwai, and Cooley High used to play all the time. And I knew I wanted to become... I knew I wanted to make movies as a kid. I didn't know, I didn't look at credits. So I wasn't going like, oh, that's a, and that's a, and that's a. And at the end of Cooley High, when he's at the cemetery, uh, talking to uh, his friend, at his friend's uh, um, grave, he talks to him, he pours liquor and he turns around Michael Schultz shot this brilliantly. He turns around, he starts, he walks, and then eventually he starts running. And as he, as he hits like top speed, freeze frame, and then it says, Preach went on to Hollywood and became a screenwriter. And I knew Hollywood was where I had to go. And when I looked up screenwriter, it gave me the definition of what it was I wanted to do. And I was a little brown shy kid who wore glasses like him in uh, Cooley High. So when they when they had the 30th anniversary, I think 30th or 40th anniversary for Cooley High at the WGA, I went to the screening and he was there and I walked up to him and I said, you are part of the reason um, why I write today. Oh, that's and, awesome. And then cut to all these years later, uh, when we knew we were going f- for this project, he was the first person that I thought, but he was the first person that my casting director thought we could get. And when we got him, I was like, okay, I don't know who can who has a who has a better story than that. Sure. Be inspired by the guy and then to actually put him in a thing that came from that inspiration. Uh, with Erica, Erica Tazel is just amazing. Um, yeah, I'm using the word amazing a lot because these people are. <laughs> uh, Erica, I met through a friend many years ago. Didn't realize that that was her on Justified at first and developed a friendship. And from that friendship, I knew I always wanted to work with her. And so when she, she was in New York for a while. And when I found out she was on 
Octavia Spencer's show, Truth Be Told. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend, Michelle Tramble, created that show. And she offhandedly said Erica was amazing in a scene. And I went, wait, she's in town? <laughs> and once I knew she was in town, I sent her the script. But I didn't want to put pressure on her, so I asked her to read it for a friend. Uh, to give me some advice on something. And she read it and she went, this is a really great script. And I think that this captures um, the beauty of what it means to be uh, uh, a family. And, you know, I wish you well. And I was like, is this something you would do? And and she said, yeah. And I said, all right, well, uh, that role is yours. And she was surprised and went, huh? And I said, yeah, the role's yours. So here's when we start shooting. Here's what you need to do. You need to, and and I was happy that she was able to do it. And I think that her emotion in the movie grounds the movie and, and, and makes Omar's character that much more well-rounded. Than- Agreed. And yeah. uh, good job. I've been getting the signal here for a minute. I do want to thank you for your time and reiterate uh, the devil, you know, will be playing as part of the Gary international black film festival Saturday, March 26th at 7 PM. It'll also be opening in Indianapolis at the uh, AMC Indianapolis 17 and the AMC Perry crossing 18 uh, screening starts uh, Thursday, March 31st, regular engagements after that. Uh, enjoy the film. Thank one you. who's here to another, keep up the good work, sir. I'll look forward to whatever you have coming next. Oh, lastly, what you asked. Omar and I are doing a cop movie. Sounds good. I'll be there for it. Thank you for your <laughs> Thank time. Thank you, Alec. Take care. Bye.